Have you ever had something happen in your life that you just were not expecting, good or bad, and said out loud or to yourself, I just got laid off, or I just got engaged, maybe I just started a business, or I just bought a house, or maybe I just got my heart broken, or I just quit my soul-sucking job. Now what? Me too, friend, me too. I've had a few actually, and each time it happened, in the moment, I felt like the world around me was collapsing and I didn't know what to do. Eventually, of course, I did figure it out, often the hard way, but I figured it out. And it wasn't until I was sharing some of these stories that I realized they were packed full of great lessons of what to do next, how to move forward, and answer that gut-wrenching and sometimes paralyzing question, now what? So join me as we share some of life's most challenging stories and their transformational lessons on the I Just Blank, Now What? The podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of I Just Blank. Now what? I'm your host, Jessica Stevens, and I really appreciate you guys joining me today. I know you could be listening to any podcast out there in the world, so I'm really grateful and honored that you're listening to mine. And today on the show, I am sharing a personal story with you. This one I call, I just made my university rowing team having never rowed before. Now what? Yes, so this is the story of how I ended up on my university rowing team having never rowed a day in my life, having never been to a regatta before, nothing. So this episode is really going to just be sharing this crazy funny story of how this all transpired and some of the really great lessons that I learned from my years of being on the university varsity rowing team in school. So I went to the University of Ottawa, uh, which is here in Ontario, Canada, for all my international listeners. And I was, this is my freshman year, so I'm brand new. I don't know anybody else who is going to the school, really, other than my roommate. I chose to go to university somewhere different than most people I knew in high school for that purpose. I really wanted to kind of have a new experience and, and get out and learn some, meet new people and do different things. I didn't want to go to university with all the people that I went to high school with. So that was one of the reasons why I chose the school that I did. And for anybody who doesn't know Ottawa, it is situated not too far from the Ottawa River. So like many universities, Ottawa had a rowing team. And in my freshman week or, you know, frosh week at university, this is the, the week before school opens. It's all, it's for all the freshmen to go and meet each other and do activities and, and all that fun stuff. I meet this amazing girl who we instantly kind of became friends when we met at, you know, one of the events and, and parties. And so I remember being on campus one day. I didn't live on campus. I had an apartment just on the edge of campus. So I was on campus one day and I bumped into her and she was on her way to go somewhere. I said, oh, where are you going? And she's like, oh, I'm going to the rowing club on the, over by the Ottawa River. I'm trying out for the rowing team. I said, oh, cool. That sounds like fun. And I'm like, I'll come with you. Not because I was trying out for the rowing team with her, but because I wanted to go check out that part of the city because I had never, I, you know, I didn't live in Ottawa before. I'd only been there twice, I think, when I went to go check out the school. So I wanted to see other parts of the city. And she said, you know, it's on the Ottawa River. It's on the other side of the Byward Market. So come with me. 
So I said, yes, for sure, I'm in. So we walk down to the river. We're getting, you know, just chit-chatting and all the stuff. And we get down there, and there's lots of people there. People are signing up for trying out for the teams. There's obviously experienced, the, the existing rowing team that's there who is, you know, sharing information and all the things. So typical tryout scenario. If you ever tried out for a sport, you know, there's people, all sorts of commotion going on. And I'm just kind of taking taking it all in. I'm just standing around and she's signing up and doing all the things to get registered to try out for the team. And somebody who I guess was part of the team, part of the club comes up to me and, you know, is handing me this clipboard and say, oh, here you go. And I'm like, ooh, ooh I'm not here to to sign up. I just came with my friend and they're like, oh, well, you know, you could sign up too. Like this is for anybody, even if you've never rode before, right? We're, we're teaching everybody who wants to, to learn too. So great opportunity. I'm like, are you looking at the same person that I am that is standing in front of you? Because for anybody who has seen me in real life, you'll you'll know why I'm saying this. But for those who have never met me in person or seen me on social media, I'm about five foot three first thing in the morning. Like that's that that's as tall as I get. And at the time of this story, at the end of high school, beginning of university, I weighed probably 100 pounds, maybe 110, right? So I'm a pretty petite person. So I was thinking to myself, I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, I am not a rower. <laughs> My physique does not translate into Olympic. Like what? when I think of a rower and you're thinking about the Olympics and those super tall, you know, athletes with the crazy arm muscles and stuff, like that is not me. So I just kind of stared at them blankly and I'm like, uh, no. But then, you know, he's like, well, you know, do you want to try out to become like the coxswain? And I'm like, coxswain? I'm like, what? what's that? Right? Like when I tell you I know nothing about rowing, I know nothing about rowing. And so he tells me that the coxswain is the person who is in the boat with the rowers to steer the boat and to give instructions and essentially kind of be like the coach in the boat. And he's like, this person is always, you know, small um, and petite because you don't want to add somebody into the boat who weighs a lot. So you, this role is really for small people. You are a small person. You know, this would be perfect for you. And I was staring at him. I'm like, what? Like, you have literally just met me for five minutes and you've already decided that I would be good for this just by looking at me? Oh, okay. So all the details are really fuzzy, to be completely honest, because everything happened so fast. I don't even know how it really all transpired, to be honest. You know, the next thing I know is we show up at the river the next day to start you know, tryouts and, you know, the other girls who are, are trying out to be on the team as actual rowers are now learning how to like do all the things, right? They're learning how to like take the boat out of the boathouse and how to carry it down the dock and put it in the water and how to get into the boat so that they don't flip over and, and all the things. So we're learning all of this in a kind of like learn to row scenario, I suppose. And it was crazy, but super fun. And, you know, he hands me this microphone and he says, here's a headset. When you get into the boat, plug it into the, to know the speakers. And, you know, when you talk, there's speakers along the, at the bottom of the boat and everybody can hear you. And I'm like, oh, OK. And so we get in the boat and we push off the dock. And now, you know, the girls are like learning how to like 
row. <laughs> and the guy's name is Seb. He was the coach. And he's in this motorboat next to us. And he's like giving us all instructions of like what to do and how to sit and how to move. And we're like learning how to like turn the boat around and how to stop and like all like brand new, like never have done any of this before in our whole lives, which to be honest was like really a fun experience because, you know, as adults, generally how often do we get to say like, I just learned how to do something completely new today, right? Like we are so conditioned to do things that we already are good at so we tend to shy away from doing things that are completely outside of the realm of our comfort zone because we're starting from scratch it's like showing up to kindergarten and learning how to do everything for the first time so this goes on all week every day we you know keep coming back to the river and learning how to do more things and by the end of the you know I think a week they, they make the team they decide who's going to be on the team funny enough my, the friend that I went to the river with who was who, who the whole reason why I'm even there she actually didn't make the team so she didn't make the cut eight other girls end up being you know on the team and and me because there was no one else who was there to be a coxswain. So it was me and me, and so I ended up getting picked to be the coxswain for this women's eight as well as women's four rowing team. And I was shocked. I was like, okay, I guess I guess this is <laughs> this is what I'm doing now, and this is gonna be part of my university experience. And so I remember, you know, going home at the end of that week, calling my mom and updating her as to what what had just transpired in her daughter's life. And I said, hey, mom, I'm like, guess what? And she's like, what? And I'm like, I'm on the rowing team. <laughs> and there, I just remember dead silence on the phone with her. And then my mom coming back to say, Jessica, what part of you rows? And I was like, oh. I'm like, well, mom, if you let me finish, I would have told you that I'm the coxswain. And she's like, oh, okay, that totally makes way more sense. Because again, me being five foot three and barely a hundred pounds, not the image of a rower in my mom's mind either. But she does know that I'm little and I'm really loud and I'm pretty feisty. So she knew that I was probably perfect for that coxswain position. So um, here we go. I am now on the rowing team in university and have never rowed a day in my life prior to this. But you know what? It's okay, because we're all now learning how to do all of this together. So we proceed to start training daily. I think we had maybe one or two days off a week. But other than that, every single morning, I was waking up at 4.30 in the morning, running to the boathouse from my apartment to the river every morning. It took me about 30 minutes. And then we would go on the water and we would train for a couple of hours every single morning before coming back in and going back to get ready and then starting class potentially at 8.30 every day or whatever days I had class early in the morning. So this went on repeat every day for the rest of the, the fall. So in, in Ottawa, as you can imagine, this is now September and we're getting predominantly chillier and chillier as the days go by. And 4.30 and 5 o'clock in the morning on the Ottawa River, ladies and gentlemen, 
is not very warm. It's actually very cold. And so I was freezing. (laughs) I was so cold, but it was a great learning experience. So a couple of things that I wanted to share with all of you from this, I just made my university rowing team, now what? is the lessons that, you know, this experience taught me that I've actually been able to carry forward and help me be successful in in a bunch of other areas of my life, actually. So the first one was, when I was looking back and thinking about the story, was how grateful that I am that I was open to trying something new and to be curious to learn something that I had never done before. Because I think so many of us, as I mentioned, are so conditioned to be like, oh, I've never done that, so I can't do it, right? It's like we're only allowed to learn how to do new things as children, and then that's it. And then as adults, like, if you don't already know how to do it, don't bother. So I'm really grateful that, you know, I was open just to learn how to do this new thing and be coachable of realizing that we were probably going to suck at it for quite a while, which we did. We were not the best rowers in, you know, in the early, in the beginning of the season, but we definitely learned a lot and we progressed and we trained and we kept at it. And so that was kind of like that first like lesson for me too, was, you know, just be open to learning new things at any stage of life. Just because you've never done something before isn't the excuse not to do it. So I'm really grateful that serendipitously, I guess, I ended up at this rowing club tryout, courtesy of, you know, this wonderful friend of mine who came into my life and got me to the dock because had it not been for that, like, I would never have even thought to myself, like, ooh, Jessica, like, why don't you try out for the rowing team? Like, somebody had to kind of help get me there, and then I had to be open. So that was kind of like the first lesson is if opportunities start coming your way and they seem a little out there and crazy, try them. Like, there's there's nothing to lose uh, but a lot to learn. So that was kind of like the first, you know, thing that I I wanted to share about my rowing, my rowing team experience in university. I actually ended up rowing for three years while at school and, you know, moved up to the varsity team and we traveled and did regattas across Ontario and did some really cool things and I met some amazing people. And for those of you who know nothing about the rowing world like I did before I ended up at the dock, regatta is simply just, you know, a fancy name for a boat race. So we did a whole bunch of those and we got to travel and I made some amazing friendships with these women that I was in this boat with for all those, all those cold mornings practicing in Ottawa. And I guess the other, you know, big thing that really helped me succeed on the rowing team is the fact that I committed and I was all in. So being picked to be part of a team is truly an honor And even though there was no one else who was up for the position of coxswain, I didn't take the fact that I was automatically going to, you know, be picked lightly. And I knew that if I was going to be on the team, then I had to like actually show up and do, do it. And so I went all in. And so I woke up every morning. I ran to the river. I trained with all of the other girls. I did all the things. And I remember somebody, I think it was, you know, maybe it was my last year of rowing or or I don't exactly remember the timeline, but I remember somebody asking me, they're like, Jess, like, how do you do it? And I said, how do I do what? They're like, how do you wake up every single morning 
and not row. And I'm like, what? And they're like, you know, everybody else, like on the team, you know, I, I understand what's in it for them, right? They're getting up, they're going, and they're actually rowing. And so they're getting the workout in and, and it's their sport. But for you, like, how do you do it? But you're not rowing. And I, I had to like sit with that for a second and it made me realize like I am as much of a team member as the other women in that boat. So my role might look different in terms of what I physically show up to do every day on the, for the team, but my role is still really important. And if I actually don't show up, that boat doesn't go in the water, right? So my commitment to the team has to be 100%, just like everybody else. So that was the other lesson that I really took away from my experience on the rowing team is no matter what your assignment is or your role in a collective group of people, it is 100% necessary. And it is val- it should be also valued to the same degree as the other members of a team. So, you know, if one of the girls slept in or was sick and we had seven, the boat could still go out. Like we could still train. It'd be a little bit lopsided, but, you know, we could do it. We could pull it off. But if I didn't show up every single morning for practice, that boat wasn't going in the water at all because that boat cannot go anywhere without a coxswain. It cannot be steered without that person in the boat. And so I had a huge sense of obligation to the team and knowing that I was really important. So I damn well better be getting up every day and running to the river and showing up on time for practice because if I didn't, there'd be a lot of people who would be disappointed, who, who they themselves got up, ran to the river, and wanted to be on the water. So if I wasn't there, they were just going to be spending the next two hours in the gym on a rowing machine, which is definitely not as fun or as you know enjoyable as being on the water. So that was my next lesson was like the discipline that it takes to be part of a team. And I really cultivated those muscles during my time on the rowing team, like no other time in my life. Like I've been on other teams for sure. I was a dancer and played sports in school, but I never really valued my role on a team until I showed up to become the coxswain for that university rowing team. It was truly, you know, a really good reminder that I was important and that I had a role and without me, something may or may not be able to happen. And so that was like my next big skill lesson I I learned from doing something new is that if you're going to do it, do it. And it, if you say you're going to do something, show up and be present and go for it because half-assing it isn't going to serve you and it's definitely not going to be helpful for the other people who you're, you're doing this thing with. So yeah, be, being all in, that was my next thing. You know, I touched on about the discipline. I don't think I would be as disciplined of a person now if I had not had that experience because it literally ingrained in me the importance of doing something consistently and daily. So, you know, it was my first year of university and 
I was in a new city. I was meeting new people. I was, you know, lots going on. If anyone remembers their first year of university, there was probably a lot of partying happening. You can imagine that I was not out partying, you know, multiple nights of the week because I had to go to bed by nine o'clock so that I could wake up at at 4.30 in the morning so that I could go to practice and be present and ready to go and and not be tired so I didn't crash the boat into the side of the shore, right? So I had to sacrifice, you know, what I might have wanted to do in the moment for what I wanted to achieve later on. So I'm so grateful for that experience, for teaching me discipline in a way that I had never experienced it before. And another thing that, you know, I took away from that experience is believing in yourself. I definitely had doubts in the early early days of those tryouts of like, what? Like, I've never rode before. This is crazy. But once I got into it and I started, I believed that I could be a coxswain. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I was meant for this. You know, I... I have the skills, I, I'll learn the rest of it, but I really believed in myself and that I could be the coach in the boat for those other amazing eight women that I had the privilege of rowing with every day. And I embodied it. Like, I don't think they they doubted my abilities and they they leaned on me and they I just showed up like a professional. Like, I acted the role, like even though I had no idea what a coxswain was supposed to do, I just believed that I was the best coxswain I could be. And I showed up in a really professional manner and I owned it. Like I owned the role. I got the clothes. I went out and, you know, got the outfits and and I got all the equipment that I needed. And I literally just embodied this person who I was now training to be. So that's my next piece of advice is, you know, in addition to just being all in, in terms of like, actually doing it but being all in mentally I was there in my mind I I started like looking up you know rowing races online and learning things and like I talked to other people and I absorbed it I was I I I talked myself into being great at it and so in my brain I was already there and then my body and and the rest of it just kind of had to catch up and that's something that I've actually always done is like even when I learned how to ski for the very first time when I was a kid my mom jokes that like I was like a professional in my brain before I even got onto the bunny hill. Like my outfit, like the clothes, like I I just like showed up as if I was like a master skier before I had even taken my first lesson. So that's my next thing <laughs> and and piece of advice of like if you're doing something new for the first time is just own it. Like just walk in there with confidence and it'll help you through those rough patches in the beginning. So it's this combination of confidence that you can do it and you already are, and then the openingness and willingness to learn and suck. So it, those two things, if you can you know, figure out how to combine those, I believe is the, the secret combo and the magic sauce that some people embody is believing that they can and then learning how to do the rest of it. So yes, so everybody, that is my I just became a rower, never rode before, now what story. I hope you enjoyed it. I actually really enjoyed sharing it with you and kind of going down memory memory lane of my time on the Ottawa River, freezing my little butt off with um, those amazing eight women who I spent the next three years with bonding and doing a lot of fun things with. 
So I would love to hear from some of you and hear some stories of a time when you learned something new for the first time as an adult and how that went for you and what it was. So head over to my Instagram at jess.loves.life and share your story of what you did and learned for the first time as an adult and how it actually went for you. would love to hear your stories. It could be learning how to roller skate. It could be baking. The sky's the limit. If you tried something new as an adult recently, let me know what it is and how it went for you. And if you haven't done anything new recently, I hope this episode inspired you to maybe go out and try something new for fun and see how it goes and what you learn about yourself in trying something new. They say that we show up as our true selves when we are playing games and or sports. So if you go and try something new that might actually be an indicator to you about some of your personality traits. Like, how do you show up? You know, what do you do? How do you interact with others? So that kind of part of our personality actually comes out when we're playing games. So I encourage you to go try something new, play a game, do a sport, do something, and see how you show up. Okay, that's it from me, and I hope you guys have an awesome week. And now what Wednesday inspiration happened, and uh, I will see you guys next week on the show. I have a really, really amazing friend who is going to be joining me next week as my guest, sharing a really impactful story. So till then, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I Just Blank, Now What? If you did, be sure to subscribe on your fave podcast platform. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I do love reading them. And if you know somebody who's experiencing this story or something similar, please share this episode with them. It just might help them figure out the answers to their own now what questions. Have you recently had a now what moment and aren't sure what to do? Reach out to me at jessicastevens.ca and submit your story and I'll help you figure out what to do, how to move forward and help you answer now what. See you on the next episode.